Welcome to When Mint by Those AMAs, your one-stop shop for all things NFT. When Mint Podcast is produced by Those AMAs. All information gathered and disseminated by this podcast is for research and entertainment purposes only. Those AMAs, its employees, and affiliates are not financial advisors. Please, always do your own research and invest at your own risk. A full disclaimer can be found in the show notes. Here we go. Welcome back to another episode of One Mint by Those AMAs. I'm your host, The Machinist, and today we are talking prismatics. And I am joined by the founder and artist, Alexia, and the head of operations, the one, the only, Ada Dolphin. Some people call him Ada Dolphin. Some people call him Ada Dolphin. I call him one of the best damn Twitter space hosts in the game. So you are definitely gonna want to stick around for this one prismatics is minting today well technically uh they have an auction for their one of one today and then tomorrow on october 4th uh the mint starts up but uh regardless that's besides the point one way or another you're gonna want to stick around and definitely stick around until the end of the episode so you can find out what we're doing for today's every episode nft giveaway because nobody does it like those AMAs. And if you love everything that Prismatics is about and you love what Alexia and Ada Dolphin are out here talking about, well, head on over to the WenMint app. You can find it in your web browser by typing in WenMint.app and give the project five stars, right? Vouch for Alexia and Ada Dolphin and bump up their trust score because honestly, that's what it's all about is getting out there and supporting projects and project founders that you love. As a member of the NFT community, your voice is the voice of the NFT space. And it's time to flex those muscles a bit. So let's put that voice to good use with the One Men app. Without further ado, my conversation with Alexia and Ada Dolphin of Prismatics. Enjoy. Alexia, Ada Dolphin, how are you guys today? Thank you so much for taking time to come on the show. Hi, thank you so much for having us. I am awesome. Very happy to be here. A little bit sick, but great otherwise. I'm doing well also. Thank you so much for having us too. I appreciate it. Of course. No worries. I am super, super excited for this interview. And thank you, Alexia, for coming on, even though, you know, you're not feeling well, even though you're a little bit under the weather. Well, you know, it's a big week for us, so we're making it work. Right. Uh, October 4th, right? You guys have the Chapter 2 Mint, and uh, there's a pretty cool, pretty big auction the day before on October 3rd, and I cannot wait to really dig into this. But first, right, we need to find out about you guys, right? The most important part of a project is the team, right, and the founders behind it. So I guess we'll hit uh, Alexia first, if we could. Uh, Please just tell me who you are, where you're from, what got you into crypto, and eventually... prismatics (laughs) yeah absolutely that's the part that makes me the most nervous generally um i love talking about art it's a little bit more tricky to talk about myself um but i've been in the entertainment industry for a long time 
uh, eight plus years. Uh, I've been working with uh, some very big animation VFX studios like DreamWorks, uh, Illumina Illumination MyGov, uh, Blur Studio. I am specialized in digital humans when it comes to 3D. And I have an absolute passion in storytelling and character creation, uh, which is why also I, um, I built this project around those different characters, etc. And I'm also a self-development junkie, and I love everything that um, revolves around mindfulness and spiritual growth. So that's also why we have this dimension in prismatics. Mindfulness, right, is so much more than just a buzzword. It truly is. And I really can't wait. Hopefully, in this episode, uh, a bit, we can dig into maybe what it really means, right? Yes. And get it out there. I would to love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think it would be great. Also, because, you know, it's kind of in Web3 and NFTs, right? We spend a lot of time uh, isolating ourselves right sitting in front of a computer and doing things like that and and mental well-being uh is really really important in this space so i think this is going to be an awesome awesome interview uh so thank you again for coming on and that wasn't so bad right no reason to be nervous <laughs> i i think you did a great job but thank i'm you. sure we'll see how how mr ada dolphin does uh if we could my friend who are you where you from what got you into crypto and eventually prismatics um, I guess I could start with my name is Rich, and I'm from uh, Northeast Pennsylvania, so that's uh, the East Coast of the United States. And uh, I originally got into crypto. Uh, I came from stocks, and my cousin was telling me about Ethereum. So I originally got into Ethereum, and I started researching more projects, like the top couple of projects, and came across uh, Charles Hoskinson, and uh, he did his presentation on the whiteboard. And kind of his mission, because I'm a big why person, why people are doing things and why projects are doing things. And uh, Cardano seemed to have a pretty good picture and outline of what they wanted to do and a way they wanted to get there. So um, I came across World Mobile Token at the time, and that was my first step into um, Cardano and, and um, the blockchain. And I kind of just sat there for a while, for three months. I didn't know anything about NFTs. Ended up winning one in a charity auction, and uh, that's when I was introduced to the NFT ecosystem. Nice. Awesome. And thank goodness uh, that you were, right? And that's kind of a, a – I don't want to say strange, right? But this is episode uh, 85 uh, at this point, right? And I've never heard of anyone hitting a, a native asset on Car Cardano before they actually hit Cardano. But that's pretty cool, man. And not a bad one too, right? World Mobile Token. Well, I tend to approach things from an investment standpoint because I like to not have to go to a uh, fiat grind every day, right? And I'd like to continue that. So I don't have to make anything now, today, or tomorrow. And I like projects with a long-term plan. So when you run into a project such as this that has a 20-season plan laid out that's going to take multiples of years... You, you, you can formulate that they're going to be here for the long term and they're not just here to, uh, let's say, make a bag and run. So I really, really would love to get into prismatics, right, and what this is all about because it's not, this is very different. Uh, you know, I, I've done a lot of interviews at this point, right? I've talked to a lot of project founders, and I don't think I've heard of anything quite like uh, Prismatic Shed, at least with the, the meaning behind it, right? And the goals that the project has with mindfulness and everything else. Uh, I guess if you could, right, 
you know, you guys have a lot of, of big ambitions with Prismatics. How do you intend to achieve that through an NFT project and through this art? Right. So um, in a nutshell, Prismatics is first and foremost an art project. And we are on a mission to bring next level, highly detailed 5K rendered 3D art to the space, as well as a gamified container for self for self-transformation and spiritual growth. And I can go deeper into that later as to how exactly we are putting this ecosystem together for rewarding people for doing things for themselves and setting goals and going towards their 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 best versions of their themselves, basically. That really is. I mean, this sounds amazing. Now, before we dig in uh, to all of this, I really definitely want to get into you guys helping the community and giving them benefits for helping themselves, right? That's an amazing idea. That's a really cool utility. But uh, for anyone that wants to get involved in Prismatics, right, maybe we should hit on some of the Mint info. So, so this is chapter two, right? This is the second drop for this collection so yes. so when did chapter one mint and how did the mint do so chapter one dropped at the end of may um and it was it was a bit challenging because we dropped right when the market was crashing right uh so overall the mint went pretty well but it was a slower mint uh so we we sold out in about four weeks and in the end, I think for a project like ours, it was actually a blessing in disguise just because it it allowed us to get rid of all the people who were in the project, not for the right reasons, right? Because again, we're here for the long run and we care very deeply about our community. We know everybody who is in there. We know who they are. We know what's going on in their lives because again, we are creating this this safe place where people can be authentic, etc. And um, prior to Mint, we had a tremendous amount of hype that was, a lot of it was uh, flippers, you know, how we call them. And nothing wrong with that. I understand completely um, why why some people do it. And um, I, I believe there is a potential to do that with prismatics, but mostly the people that we have now in the communities uh, in the community are are long term holders, and not to say that people are not making benefits because they are. Um, and Ada Dolphin is is much better at talking about numbers than I am. Uh, but we encourage the people who are buying the the pieces to uh, care about the project and care about investing in themselves and investing in 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 contributing, etc. That's awesome that you guys sold out. Congratulations. And, you. Uh, you know, our projects, especially when the, when the market's going down, right, sometimes they do have a tough time uh, selling out because you're not trying to build up a whole bunch of FOMO, right? It really is about the art. Yeah. Right. And about the meaning behind it. And though there is a, a big market for it and it is growing. Right. I, I love the idea of I art agree. as NFTs because an artist sells something and that's it. You sell it right now. Artists can receive royalties forever for their amazing art. Like it's just the blockchain is such a great, great way for, for artists to really thrive, you know, with their their chosen profession. But so with with this mint, there there is one other thing that I think is very important that we have to point out. Isn't there a one of one as well? Yes, there is. So 
again, and we'll talk a, a little bit more about the story later, but the, the story is very much at the center of the project. And it's a, it's a Marvel-like universe where we're bringing those different characters and, and they all have a piece of the story to bring. And so each, char- each, um, sorry, each chapter is around a different character. And uh, each, um, each collection, each, each chapter has 500 uh, pieces. And one of those pieces is the character itself. So it's a one-one animated with original music piece that is auctioned. Excellent. So, so this, this one of one, now you say the collection's 500, right? So, so just to clarify, right, there's, so this is what's going to happen with chapter two on October 4th, right? On the third, there's going to be an auction for that one of one. And then the additional 499 will mint the next day. So, so it's not like there's 501 out there. That one of one is included in that 500. Yes, exactly. And because we have 20 different chapters, each chapter, it's its, its own collection, but also in the end, it's going to be a 10K collection when we have the 20 different characters and 500 variant for that one character. And what we like to say is that the one, so the one character, the one one, we call it the one. The one, um, the one creates the many and the many empower the one. So meaning the character creates its tribe, if you will, like its army. And then the holder of the one one piece receives one percent or twenty percent of royalty of that collection. So when you say one percent of the royalties, right on secondary markets, there's a five percent yes. royalty, right? Mm-hmm. And anyone that's bought anything on secondary knows knows how that works, right? That goes back uh, to to the project, right, to be used. You know, it goes to the to the team or to the project or to the community. But one uh, percent of that five percent, right? So that's tw- actually twenty percent of the royalties that are coming back to the project goes directly to that holder of the one of one. So that's that's exactly. a huge benefit aside from it just being amazing art, right? Having the music and everything else. Yeah. And I, I love this concept because for me, it means that the person who hold this character really embodies its its value and power, you know, so then becomes someone who has this kind of a responsibility in the community. And for chapter one, we got really uh, I want to say lucky because the person who ended up uh, winning the auction for so the character of chapter one is called the amethyst one because each each character is around a different uh, stone or crystal. So the amethyst one, um, the the person in our community uh, who who is the holder of that piece is a very active member of the community and offers a tarot reading and etc. And it's been really great. So, so the mint price, right? Before we move on from all the mint information, mint price is 250 ADA, correct? Yes. All right. Perfect. And that really is, you know, for the level uh, of art here, right? And because it's such an exclusive collection, right? There's only 500 of each chapter. So there's not a lot out there to go around. And the people that have these, if you look on JPEG, they are holding on tight. Right. There's not a lot of these on the market. Right. Percentage wise. And if you don't mind me asking, uh, how did you guys come up with the pricing for this? Uh, a bunch of different reasons um, besides the 
calculation of what we needed for it to be sustainable financially uh, to to pay the team and then to have some some uh, funds for future development of the project. But the way we justify it, and I think there's like two sides of this. You know, there's how we justify it in in terms of the the value of what we have as the team and as the art itself, and then there is what we are offering with the utility. And so the value is is obviously the quality of the art and the time that is put in there. And I realize that when we start talking about price, we got to start talking about numbers and stuff like that. Um, but if, for example, I have to do the math of how much would uh, the one one, for example, how much would it cost if I was to sell it to uh, a big studio with my current rate as a 3D artist, I would come to about 45K in dollars. Um, so, and there's a lot more work that comes into the collection because you have the one one, but then you have the 499 pieces with all the different traits. And then there's everything that it, what it takes to run a project and run the community, etc. Um, then we believe that the art is utility in and of itself, because we are also offering the IP rights on the art, right? Meaning that you can take it and you can, um, commercialize it, you know, print it on a t-shirt, if you will, things like that. Then in terms of the utility, I can go into the holder benefits. Yeah, absolutely. And just so you know, right, the only reason I ask uh, the question about price, right, is because of the state of the market. And, and sometimes people see a certain level, right, when it comes to mint price, and, and it just it turns them away without them taking, you know, giving a project a chance to look at it and really see that it's 100% worth it yeah you know what i, I mean I so agree. if we want to yeah let's dig into the utility and what uh these holders can receive right for holding your nfts yeah first and foremost we tend to tell people that the main utility is the art uh to give you an example before we minted chapter one we we didn't have a roadmap we only told people mint it if you like the art and that's it. <laughs> we didn't promise anything. And we still managed to to sell out just because of how much the community liked the project and liked the art and uh, felt like they they saw something very different. Um, so there is that. We, we like to under-promise and over-deliver. Everything else that we did was kind of like a gift to our holders, to our community. But we did do a bunch of different airdrops. We did some art collabs with some of the best, in my humble opinion, some of the best uh, art projects on Cardano, like Deck of Dark Dreams. Uh, Tendrophobia is another very talented 3D artist. We did one with Gloss. We did one with Sacred Fam. And um, this was a raffle-based uh, airdrops. Uh, so some of our holders got those NFTs completely for free. Very, very high quality art. Um, then in terms of everything that we're doing around mindfulness, we are offering one-one coaching calls. We're offering breathwork sessions, meditation sessions, uh, tarot, 
personal astrology readings, all those things have a price in real life. Like if you start looking at what it costs to do a breathwork session, what it costs to have a call and do a tower readings, like all those things, um, if you add Yeah, that's up, not cheap. It's not that's cheap. That's not cheap and, at all. And we do a breath with a professional. Also, I need to um, specify with a professional facilitator. Uh, we do one once a month for the community. Um, what else? We offer a whitelist for raffle for, sorry, we offer whitelist for vetted projects. We have uh, an alpha channel in our Discord that is led by Ferrucini, who's also part of our team. And uh, you can access that if you have a, a full set, what we call a full set, meaning in the traits you have different body types. If you if you have one of each, you become a master of the elements. So that's like an extra um, extra benefit. Another thing was uh, for the people who were holding gold. So gold was kind of the the higher tier. It's the most uh, rare of chapter one. We did a raffle where we offered one of my 1-1 animated pieces that I had never released before. It was just um, released for free to one of our holders. Uh, again, raffle-based. Um, what else? The Holding Goals gives you entry to uh, the CNFT con after party. That's under the umbrella of uh, Angel Baby Hit Squad, again, because of Fiducini. And, you know, anything that we can do, and we're talking with like, um, um, I want to say real life, like we're all real life companies, but companies like um, um, NanoFrame or any, to potentially get discounts for our holders. So anything that we can do in the future, we will. It's just that I don't want to put all of that on a roadmap uh, because this is going to be, again, gifts for our holders. Right. And you don't want to, you know, when everything's ready to go, right, then then you throw it out there because God forbid something happens with a plan, right? You don't want to make any promises uh, that you can't keep. And it seems to me like Prismatics is all about, uh, you know, keeping their promises. And and a lot of this stuff sounds amazing. So like the breathing uh, uh, exercises, is this like a pranayama kind of deal or? Uh, yeah. I mean, have you ever done Wim Hof? I, I have not. Um, there, there's a lot of different types of breath work. The one that we do generally is a, a three-part breath, and is it has a list of amazing benefits. I really wanted to bring this to the space because it's something that I have done for a few years in my personal life that has helped me through some very dark times, and I have found it extremely transformational. Uh, I have found that some of the most profound spiritual experiences I've had during breath work, you know, where you do nothing else but breathing, but just because of what it triggers in your brain and in your body. Um, and especially during times like right now, you know, during this bear market, there is a lot of FUD, there is a lot of fear, there is uh, people are a little bit frantic. And it was it was just excessively important to me to uh, bring something that would benefit people in a tangible way and I cannot tell you how many people came and told me directly or in our discord uh, how much they benefited from it how much it, it they had this amazing experience how much they needed it in their life at that precise moment and hearing things like that really reminds me why we're doing this 
if someone becomes a part of the prismatics family, right, and and gets all these benefits and goes to these these guided workshops and everything else, that's something that you keep with you forever. You know, you're learning how to do this. You're learning a lot of these these if not coping skills then just ways to be mindful right because that can be through anything exactly. right you can there, there's mindful eating there there's all kinds of things it exactly. really is just a way to live your overall life so that's amazing you're providing that and we also record the breathwork sessions and so anybody that joins the project later can also go and listen to the recording you can do it every day before bed or any time really if if you so choose to Absolutely. And I really think one of the biggest benefits here is just this community itself. I was actually in here last night, uh, poking around in the discord mm-hmm. and I actually even started writing a poem, uh, in that <laughs> channel. I, I did. Uh, it's not finished yet. It's still half, half done right in my, my little text box here in the bottom. I haven't finished, but really the community is just, I, they are so supportive yes. of each other in here. For some people, community really is the most important benefit in the NFT space. And you guys take it to a totally different level when it comes to community centering. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. And, you know, that's why I was saying at the very beginning, I could have just uh, kept selling selling my art, you know, without needing a, a team or all this infrastructure or all of that. But that would mean not having the community and my what I wanted the most was to create something that could help people in in some way, in small ways. You know, I, I know I'm not going to bring this project and change the world overnight, but if we can just do a tiny different difference in the life of one person one day, that's that's enough for me. And as you said, I think that a lot of people came into the the NFT and the crypto space, um, first we come for financial gain, you know, first we come for the opportunity to to see what's going on. But then you realize that there is a sense of belonging there. And I believe that as a species, we go to extreme length to find a sense of belonging. It's one of our most innate needs. To give a little bit of context, of context with what you were saying with the poem so we have this thing in the Discord that we call the Prismatrix. <laughs> and we call it the Prismatrix because you enter this parallel world where everything becomes possible and you can become whoever you want to become, right? And so this is where people set uh, new goals for themselves and they get rewards and points if they achieve the goals. This is where they can talk about their vision for where they want to be in three, five, ten years. And then we have weekly and also a little daily challenges. It can be anything from like go touch grass to go spend time with your loved ones or what are the, the books that have the most uh, inspired you in your life. And the most recent one was uh, share a poem or a written piece. And, uh, and a lot of people have shared things that were very very close to their hearts and very vulnerable and honestly sometimes I, I read those things and I, I I tear up because it's as as cheesy as it sounds, it's really beautiful. It really is an amazing thing that, that you guys got going here. Now these utilities do sound amazing, right? And this truly is a utility laden 
project, right? A lot of people argue with me that community is not a utility, but come to Prismatics and uh, your mind will be changed. <laughs> you know what I mean? But if I could, right, I really want to dig into this art a bit because like you said, right, this is at its heart uh, an art project, right? And the art really is beautiful. And you guys have 20 different characters, mm-hmm. right? Like you said, that's the 20 different chapters. So I guess if you could, what, what inspired uh, the art and, and why the 20 different characters? Yeah, so really all it was at the very beginning was a, a desire to tell this story, the story of the prismatics. Uh, I started having the idea of, of who who they are five years ago, actually. First, it was just a, a visual thing, which, you know, most of the, the, the art pieces that I create, I just have this thing pops in my head. And uh, I woke up and I wanted to mix, like do hybrids character that are like broken in, in, in places and mix it with crystals because I was obsessed with crystals and stones and all of that. I woke up with this idea of like this this lady that's broken and has the gems inside and I was like wow that would be so cool to make in 3d um and I I got very very um yeah very lit up about it and I made a, a bunch of them at the time I was participating into I don't know if you're familiar with a platform called ArtStation but it's a it's a big platform for digital artists and uh I I, I participated into a, a challenge there and I drew 10 different characters, so with 10 different stones and stuff. And I took one of them, my one of my favorite designs, and I, I made it a, a 3D character. So I was in production for that for like a month and a half, two months. Um, and it actually, it's one of the things that jumpstarted my, my career and got the attention of like bigger studios and stuff. Because uh, it had a, like a mini viral moment at the time. Uh, like a Vice made an article about it. Waka made a documentary about my work. Uh, and oh, it wow. won third place in the challenge out of uh, 411 entries. So it, w- it was a big deal at the time. Yeah. Um, and I enjoyed making it so much. That I was like, wow, I really want to make the rest of them, you know, all the different designs. But, you know, again, the, the fiat grind and everything. Um, you know, just life uh, made that I never took the time to do that. But for the past five years, the idea has just been brewing in my head. And it felt like I, I was getting to know those characters more and more. And like they were telling me their story, you know. And um, I had a friend at some point who was like, it was on a hard drive on my computer and I was not touching it. And my friend looked at it and he was like, Alexia, this is just sitting on your computer like what are you what are you doing <laughs> you know because I, I had so many sketches and like something um though that, that was pretty rich already at the time and I I was like yeah you're right I I I want to do something with it at some point so I thought maybe I was going to auction it to a studio because of the network that I have in the entertainment industry um I was like maybe that's going to interest some um investors or or whatever, but the idea never uh, sat too well with me because I guess I was I was too emotionally attached to it. So I never did, and I just waited for the right opportunity, I guess. And 
that's why when I first heard about NFTs, um, that was early 2021, I had no idea what it was, but I, I heard about it and it just clicked in my head. I was like, oh my God, uh, here it is. This is the perfect format for this to release the story of those, those characters. At the time, I called them the crystal people. <laughs> um, and to, yeah, and to share their story with the world. Um, I didn't create the project right away because I felt like I was such a newbie in the space. Um, I was learning about crypto and everything at the same time. And I, I wanted to make sure that I had some kind of knowledge of what I was doing. So I stayed in the space for about a year before I started doing anything with Prismatics. And I was um, actually a council member and curator for the platform called Artano. I don't know if you if you know about them, but they're they're the the main um, marketplace for one one artists at the uh, I mean as of right now um, on Cardano. So I was with them for a year, and I built my my network and my knowledge of crypto, and that's actually how I met Ferrucini, which is the person who I first approached to start build, building Prismatics. The lore itself, I mean, it's hard to tell where our ideas coming from. I think it's it's uh, somewhere in our subconscious, right? And it's coming through our own life experiences, etc. Um, in in 2020, I went through a sort of personal crisis and um, things were very rough for me for a few months. And um, I I went very deep into my spiritual practice and all of that and i think that a lot of the ideas uh, the seeds for prismatics were planted then um and then in terms of like artistic inspiration and all of that uh, there's a there's a heavy inspiration that is coming from uh, greek mythology and they they all the characters they actually have an, an association with either a god or a goddess and it's not something I necessarily put out officially in the lore, uh, but I like um, I like to think of them as archetypes, meaning they all have a main theme. They all have, you know, something to explore within our own psyche. So, for example, uh, Amethyst, the Amethyst one, chapter one, her power is vision and truth. And so it was all about exploring what is the vision for your life? What is what is your truth looking like? Because we all have this kind of mask that we we wear, you know, when we're with other people. So how is your truth? How is your inner world uh, compared to your outer world and all those things? Everybody can probably uh, 100% see a little bit of themselves uh, in these these characters. And that's what makes, you know, art such an important part of just society, right? Because nobody can look at a piece of art without, uh, you know, putting their own spin on things, right? What's the word I'm looking for? Almost reflecting their own uh, experiences in life, right, through the characters and everything else. And I shouldn't be talking about art. I'm not an artist. But we <laughs> no, do. No, but I, I, I love that. I think it's, it's very true because, and that's why storytelling is so powerful, in terms of, of healing and in terms of introspection, I think it's important not to connect the dots too much for people because everybody can take a, a piece of that and resonate in their own way because of their own life circumstances. 
Right. And then they almost own it unto themselves a little bit. And that way it makes them, I don't know, it could help them get through a situation. Exactly. Or... But then with the NFT, you take it to another level because you can actually own the piece and embody what it means for you. That is true. Very, very true. And actually, we do have uh, a clip here that we were we were going to play. Uh, well, sh- should we play this? Obviously, they can only hear uh, the audio, but uh, it is really, really cool. And if we do want to play it, would you mind giving us a little intro into what we're about to hear? Yes. Yeah, so we just made uh, our first official cinematic trailer, and that is uh, the perfect introduction to what the story of the prismatics are. Um, if you want to uh, see the visuals as well, it's going to be posted on our website. I, I had the help of a few artists to create this, and I'm very proud of what we achieved in the little time that we had. Uh, but my brother, who is a music composer, did the music for it. Um, we had a voice actress and uh, another 2D animator that worked on it with me. And uh, yeah. Excellent. All right, great. So we're going to smash play here. And to be honest, we wouldn't have to listen to the whole thing if we didn't want to. Uh, right. We could add this in after, but it's so damn cool. I'm making these guys listen to it <laughs> with me uh, all the way through. But remember, guys, all the official links for Prismatics can be found in the show notes. And if you head over to the website, right, you'll be able to find this right there. How long have you wondered, dear humans? We have been looking over you in the shadow. The time has come for us to rise again. A long time ago, we used to master and harness the powers of metals and stones. When chosen by a mineral, one would dedicate its life to embodying its powers and quality. That is how I became Amethyst. We lived in harmony in a small galaxy near Ceres, under the protection of our queen. She kept the balance in the Prismatic Empire. We were the guardians of a secret. It was revealed in fractions to the Twenty Masters. One day, the secret fell into the wrong hands, and the entire Prismatic Empire disappeared in the invisible world. Only the Masters remained, kept alive by merging with the elements, asleep in the vastness of space, waiting through several lifetimes. The shift has begun. We heard the call. Did you hear it too? All right, Alexia, now we've hit on kind of the basics of a lot of the lore and where a lot of these ideas came from. Uh, so what can you tell me about these assets themselves, like the traits and, and everything else and how that ties in to everything we just spoke about? Right. So one thing that was really important to me was that every single piece of the collection would be as good and as high quality as a one one piece. And of course, the one one is different because it's animated, etc. But right. every single piece is in 5k. And every single trait um, has a lot of significance and has been thought through. Right. So every single trait has a meaning in the story. For example, all the backgrounds, we call them starseed origins because this is where your soul is coming from. And it's all based on like different personality types and it cre- it's creating the different tribes of prismatics. 
Uh, and again, that plays a role in the story, in the lore. Um, also, every single piece has a has an um, has a sun and a moon sign in terms of astrology. So that's why with the piece you get also a different visual that is the birth chart, and it's describing the main traits as of why you know if you have your sun in Capricorn, what does it mean about you? If you have your moon in Cancer, what does it mean about you? So the way I see it is that. Every piece has uh, its own energetic signature. And it's a dimension that I really like because uh, one thing with the uh, art projects is that it tends to be uh, PFP oriented, right? People use that right. as their avatar for their digital life, which I think is super interesting. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to take that to the next level in terms of like, can it resonate with you uh, visually, but also with all the meaning that there is behind the piece. I don't know how much I've said about this already, but um, we have two different point system. One is rewarding you for the self-transformation aspect of things. And the other one is rewarding you for the pieces that you hold. And it gives you different benefits too. So all the airdrops, whitelist, stuff like that, the more like degen aspect of the project uh, is linked to the traits and to the pieces that you're holding in your wallet. So meaning um, if you connect your wallet, it's going to identify uh, the, the traits that you have and give you an amount of points. Some traits are more rare, giving you more points, etc. What exactly can these points be used for? So one point is one raffle entry for uh, the airdrops that we do. Uh, you know, I've mentioned earlier that we did some art collabs, things like that. Sometimes we give whitelist for other projects. Uh, we do one-one coaching calls. Once a month, someone wins uh, the raffle for that. So all of that is linked to uh, the points that you get through the traits. Now, so just to make it clear to everyone listening, right, this is not a native asset, correct? This is almost like an in-game point system, right? Exactly. Yes. So there's the points for holding your assets and then the points for all of this beneficial stuff that your holders do for themselves. How do you guys track that and what exactly can they do to gain these points? Yes, yes, exactly. So for holding the pieces, you get prismatics points. For becoming the better version of yourself, no, sorry, for becoming the best version of yourself, you get what we call quantum points. You get them through setting a goal for yourself, through, uh, you know, the mini, the mini challenges like writing a poem, going to touch grass, do something nice for someone every day or every other day. We have a new one uh, doing a breathwork uh, session, getting an astrology or a tower reading because it means that you're learning about yourself. You're getting clarity around something going on in your life. So all of that gives you um, quantum points. And with the quantum points, you can um, burn them to receive. At the end of the chapter, we deliver the completion token of the character. Uh, if you gained enough points, you can burn those points to receive this uh, free NFT, basically. We have the, the mods in our Discord who are counting the points and keeping track of that. We're going to have a bot very soon that can automate it uh, a little bit more. A lot of it is is based on trust. Um, you know, I mean, <laughs> why would you cheat? The The biggest investment that you can 
do is in yourself, right? We're we're making this for people, literally. right? No, absolutely, and I think it's I think it's great, right? This does seem like a lot of fun, and uh, I one hundred percent I didn't realize that my poem could actually get me quantum points so i might have to pick up a prismatic yes, uh, nft yes. one of the chapter ones bef- before <laughs> i give you guys my masterpiece uh which isn't really that much uh of a masterpiece let's be honest but uh, it's not bad no for sure it, you know the thing is um and again i've been in in self-development and like conscious community spiritual stuff for a very long time but the one thing that I found is that it's not always very sexy or exciting. And of course, like doing inner work is not supposed to be easy or, or sexy most of the time. But I just wanted to find a way to to make it more accessible for people. And I love the gamification idea of it. You know, asking myself, okay, if your life was a game, what would be the rules? How do you level up? What are your allies? What are your tools? All of that. And it's really, and right now, it's, again, it's the very beginning of it, what we're doing in Prismatics right now. And I, that's something I want to develop in the future and uh, see how, how can it scale to like a bigger platform where people can log in and have a dashboard and et cetera, et cetera. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Almost like a wallet connect and you have everything there and all of your quantum points and your prismatic points. And if you could right, this may be like we said a little bit into the future. And I know we are going a little long here. Right. So pretty soon we should probably uh, segue off into something yes. else. But uh, I'm just having a ton of fun. So in the future, <laughs> do you guys have any plans in the works or any tricks up your sleeve for you know, maybe a, a different kind of point system or what else these points could be used for, possibly other other benefits, like other classes people can sign up for? It's um, it's the like way longer term vision. So again, I don't want to make any promises, but the idea was to have a sort of educational platform where people can uh, earn points and then um, uh, spend their points into creating educational content potentially uh maybe this could turn into a token uh further down the road but we will see again i i don't want to say too much because i am not for uh creating more useless tokens in this ecosystem right so we will see but yeah that's that's the idea all right now this really is uh amazing and just one more time i i just another tip of the hat with this artwork it is fantastic and everyone right that that picture that you're seeing on your phone or the dashboard in your car or your computer that is prismatics and you can't tell me that that isn't amazing artwork all of it in 5k that's really i can't wait i'm gonna throw one of these on the biggest screen i can find and try to find pixels and i probably (laughs) won't be able to we we had our first um, in in person event this weekend in Los Angeles uh, for Prismatics, and I actually had a, a few digital frames to display them. It was so cool to see them in person because they they do look really really good uh, in a physical frame. Alexi, I'm sorry, but I feel like 
we've left uh, Rich Adolphin in, in the dust here, right? So I do uh, want, <laughs> I do want to direct <laughs> some of the questions at him, right? We we don't want him to feel all alone, right? So if I could, my friend, I think you'd be the perfect one uh, for this question. So obviously, the, this project is nothing but amazing, amazing artwork and a fantastic community-centric just ideology behind the entire thing, right? And it's all about bettering yourself uh, and those around you. But for individuals out there, right, that are truly just investors in this space, right, that maybe they might like the art, right, but it's not enough to get them to join the family, right? All they want to do is make their money, make money for them. How does this project benefit those individuals? Right. So, I mean, when you're looking at doing that, I guess, uh, that aspect, which I, I never looked at it as kind of a degen move, but I mean, if I were to look at it from that angle, you would always look where you were to put your money where it was going to make the most difference, right? So how do you establish that or, or how do you baseline that? And the way I feel you do that is you look at the overall supply and the amount of money it costs to move the numbers, um, you know, based on the supply that you're able to gather, Right. Well, when you have a particular collection that when you look at it, I, I looked at it earlier today, and there were 6% of the entire collection on the floor, that leaves a very small window. There's not a whole heck of a lot to collect. And with um, season two coming out and, you know, 19 seasons to come, typically with any collection that you see, such as, you know, Anonium Sky or that, that have, uh, you know, multiple collections, the first right. one always becomes more valuable. And the fact that this one kind of held up during this market is what kind of made me take a second look at it. And then for me personally, I need to know the team, right? So, um, you know, looking at it from the outside, looking in, okay, obviously the art was knocked out, knocked out of the park, right? 5K, best I had seen on the ecosystem as I'm pretty new in the ecosystem. But then two years, start digging into the team. And uh, when you see some of the power players in the team and, you know, it, it, it all depends how a team works together, right? You know, you can have a lot of very good singular pieces, but it all, all matters how you work together. And um, I sat in the uh, I sat in the weeds for about a month on this one and just watched how they operated. And um, when Alexia had reached out to me and asked me if I would ever consider a position, it wasn't something I was considering doing. But um, if you're going to put your efforts somewhere and you're going to take a good look at something, um, you want to put your efforts where you see um, the greatest potential for value. So that's why I originally came into this project. And following that up, you had said earlier, uh, the community made me feel so welcome once I got there that, uh, you know what I mean, it almost felt like home. No, absolutely. And that really is, uh, like we said earlier, right, a very important part of this. But to some, right, that's not the most important thing. And uh, everything you just said, at least in my opinion, uh, is 100% true, right? When you have a project, you know, the proof's in the pudding uh, in search of a better term, right? And to have a project that, that is holding a, a high floor price like that so steadily, Right. And there's a very small percentage, like you said, uh, that's that's even at that level. Right. It just goes up from there. I mean, it, it shows that this project does have legs. Right. It is a strong project with a very strong community, because at the end of the day, uh, who's what's a floor price? Right. It's whatever the heck the community decides it to be. Right. You could have any NFT out there. And if the community all reaches a consensus and says, well, the floor price is, is a million ADA, 
Well, guess what the floor price just became, right? When you look at the holders of Prismatics, almost half of the supply are unique uh, wallet holders. And I think that also says a lot. No, absolutely. You know, history repeats itself. So by looking at what has happened and what the price is and the volume and everything in the past, uh, 100%, you know, I definitely think uh, this will uh, hold value into the future. And that's a lot of collections, right? You guys have a lot going on. Actually, let me ask quick, what's what's the, the length of time between these collections moving into the future? Is it always going to be a set uh, time frame or is that something that's going to be in flux just with how the space is moving and what the community needs? <laughs> I think the answer is as fast as possible, but obviously it's going to depend on uh, the market, the our lives, the the team. I'm shooting for three to five months. Uh, it's been four months this time around, so we'll see. If I could just speak on that from a collector standpoint also, this is not a massive collection that got released that I have to spend a ton of ADA on right now to get involved in. So uh, as far as cost of entry, that's very appealing to me, and I'm allowed to grow with the project, grow with the artist, and grow with the community. So there, there's value there. And when this gets out to its, you know, 10,000 piece collection, if you just do the math based on the numbers of the Gen 1 here, you're at 1.4 million. You know what I mean? So some of the best projects on Cardano didn't uh, attain those numbers. And when you look at this, it just seems that that's very, very attainable. Right. And, and, you know, I think it's important to point out, too, that, that a lot of times people look at volume, right? And if it's not some crazy, insane number, right, they just turn tail. Uh, but, but they couldn't be, you know, more wrong, at least in my opinion, when it comes to that. Because all volume shows, right, is what we talked about before, Alexi. It shows how many flippers are out there, right? And everyone says they want a diamond-handed community, right? And that's what makes NFTs, that's what makes a- any collectible, right, any art uh, hold value, right? Is that the people that have it, uh, do not want to sell it, right? It's all about supply and demand. So actually, you know, having sometimes a volume that is a little, uh, bit lower is not a bad thing, right? That just shows that the people that have these, they see the true value in these assets, right? And they are not letting go. Yeah, exactly. And it's amazing to me, honestly, how, again, how much the project has toed its ground through this market, et cetera, because I'm watching this a little bit with a, with a smile because I know that right now people know 5% of the story. You know, it's, it's, it's a slow build. It has been designed this way. And right now the community is small because the supply is super small, but it's going to, to build over time, you know, and, and that means that, uh, the project is going to grow as we're releasing the next collections. The bigger it gets, right? The more exposure, the more excitement, the more people that have these in their wallets, the more talk about it. And pretty soon, uh, Prismatics is going to be, uh, on the tip of everyone's tongue. I don't doubt it. All right, guys. Well, unfortunately we are getting towards the end of the interview, but I cannot wait to have you guys back in the future, hopefully, maybe to talk about the the Chapter 2 sellout and what is coming next. Uh, But we do have our final questions, right? So uh, for our first final question, with the state of the market right now, 
right? There's a lot of projects out there that, that everyone thinks should sell out, right? And, and they don't. There's really no reason for it other than a lack of liquidity, uh, in the market and people being a lot more careful. Uh, with where they spend their money, right? People aren't willing to take as many risks. And at the end of the day, NFTs are an investment, right? Any NFT uh, investment has a an amount of risk attached to it. So I see no reason why Prismatic should not do well, right? The chapter one uh, did great. You guys had a sellout. You have a super, super strong community, right? And I'm sure everything will go great. But uh, if Mint does not go as planned and there is not a sellout, how do you guys plan on pivoting and continuing to move forward to do not just the best thing for yourselves and the project, right, and the business, but for your investors as well? <laughs> I actually love this question uh, because, first of all, our chapter one mint didn't go as planned and we had to pivot and we 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 did just fine you know we we survived and we now i feel like we're stronger than ever um so i what i said before when i said it was a, a blessing in disguise um it's true i really believe that those times are trying but there's also the best time to build right and i think that the one thing that we have on our side is patience because it, it doesn't matter to me if it sells out immediately. I know that I'm not going anywhere. And I know that I'm in a position where um, I can I can keep working on that, whether it is uh, full-time of par or part-time. And uh, the people who want to be there will continue to be there. Absolutely. Excellent. Excellent answer. And that you guys have experienced this before. Right. That that's a huge boon uh, for prismatics. And that's why I asked the question. Right. Because a lot of investors wonder, they say, hey, I love the project. But what happens if, you know, me and 100 other people meant right. And and, and the other 400 yeah. are, are just kind of hanging out. Right. What are we going to do? So, you know, yeah. it's great to hear. And, and, you know, one of the first things that I said when we launched the, the project in, in May was that I wanted to do things a little bit differently in that space, especially because we have a project that is oriented around self-care and mindfulness and all those things. And I think that a lot of the mentality and the culture in this space around, uh, you know, the instant sellout and uh, the the hype that has to stay uh, constant and who's making the most noise and who's, who's, you know, all of that is not necessarily very healthy. It's not healthy for us as a, as, as a space, as like in a bigger scale. And it's not healthy for us as individuals because we got to do things that is sustainable in the long run. We got to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves in the meantime, that we got to make sure that we're bringing something that creates joy and again that's why i think those trying times are the best way to see who's here for the long run and who's right. not absolutely i could not uh say it better myself now uh for the fun question right this is the good one the call to arms uh alexia you ready yes all right so if someone listened to this entire interview right? And they went down into the show notes. They're checking out all of the official links, right? They're, they're in your discord, checking it out. They're writing poems. They're getting uh, prismatic points. They're, they're getting quantum points, right? They listen to you guys speak eloquently about all this. They listen to me blather on like a schlub the whole time, <laughs> but, and they loved everything that they heard, even the schlubbiness from me. But 
they need to hear that one more right thing to push him in the back and over the ledge into the Prismatics family come October 4th or October 3rd if they want to get in on that raffle. What would you tell them? Hmm. I will tell them that my goal is to make a positive difference in this space and to bring everybody in the community with me in that and that every single goal that I have set for myself in the past I have achieved. Amazing. Well said and I'm pretty sure uh not pretty sure I'm pretty positive right that you will achieve this as well. Obviously everyone right no financial advice. Sorry, I always have to throw that in there. Uh but I think this is going to be great. I can't wait to see where all of this goes. You guys have built an amazing project and even more amazing community that's just centered around all of this amazing artwork. There's a lot of amazings going on when when prismatics uh, <laughs> is around so thank you guys so much for taking time to chat with me is there anything else uh that, that you would like to say uh to the community or give many shout outs or anything like that before we wrap it up honestly i just want to say that i'm i'm super grateful and i really mean it you know you taking the time to do this uh put it giving us a, a space to talk about the project and everything that you're doing thank you so much a huge thank you once again to Alexia and Ada Dolphin for taking time to come on the show. All of the official links for Prismatics can be found in the show notes. And don't forget, today, October 3rd, they are having their auction for their one of one that gets you 20% of all collected royalties from the chapter two drop. And tomorrow, October 4th, the other 499 assets will be available for mint. And remember, Every investment, no matter how big or small, has to be right for you. So please, always do your own research. All right, so let's get into the giveaway stuff. So the winner of the 200 billion Cheddar Tokens from our last episode has already been posted in the winner circle on the Wedmint app. So head on over to Wedmint.app in your web browser and check it out. If you see your smiling PFP staring you in the face, well, you just won something. All you gotta do is shoot Wedmint by those AMAs a DM on the Wedmint app or through our Twitter profile. Our Twitter handle is at WedmintWorld. Within 24 hours of being announced the winner and we'll get you paid. Congratulations. And if you didn't win, that's okay too. We don't call this the every episode NFT giveaway for nothing. So today we are actually going to give away a Humbits versus Zombits NFT. So if you want to enter to win this Humbit, it is super easy. All you have to do is be following us on Twitter. Again, our Twitter handle is at WhenMintWorld. Have an account on the WhenMint app. Again, you can find the WhenMint app in your web browser by typing in WhenMint.app. And then in the original post announcing the release of this episode on Twitter, simply like, retweet, and tag five friends. That's it. You're in the running. And don't forget to add your Wenmint app profile name in that comment where you tag your friends. The winner will be announced upon the release of our next episode. Good luck. And with that, I think that's it for me. I'm your host, The Machinist. Thank you all so much for tuning in and hanging out. And I'll see you next time with another giveaway, another project, another interview, and another episode of One Mint by Those AMAs.